0: Hey, Awakening Podcast listeners. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. So let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit even from your the podcast right from your phone or your computer. Your choice. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, and many more you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place this is the awakening podcast with your host michael kubiski All right, hey guys, how are you doing? This is Michael Kubiski, and um, I'm here, yep. I'm here, brand new podcast episode. Yep, keep rolling, keep it going. That's what I'm doing here. Right now, coming at you. And today, we are going to talk about there's greater things that have yet to come. I really believe that with my whole heart. That in the time and the season that we are living at right now, this isn't it. This is not the end. There are greater things that are coming that God has planned that we don't even know, that we have never dreamed, that we have never imagined. Oh my goodness, something greater that in this moment that we are living in right now, there is something else is coming and it's greater than what we're facing right now at this very second, in this moment, in this time of this pandemic, so-called pandemic that we're living in. I just want to, I just want to start off by doing a prayer. Um, yep, yeah, all things happen better with prayer. And um, yeah, just. <laughs> Let's just start. Lord, I thank you for the people who are listening to this podcast. I pray pray that you just bless them, Father God. Just bless them, Father God. Oh, Lord, if they're in this time and moment right now of this pandemic, God, and they're fair, fearful, Father God. And they're thinking that this is the end. God, let them know that... It's not, Lord, that, God, that you are their hope. God, let them put their hope and their trust in you, Father. Let them trust in you, Father God, like they never had before, Father God. Yes, Lord God, I pray that your Holy Spirit comes upon me, Lord, while I'm reading and doing this message, Father God, while I... Well, I'm doing this message, Father God, while I'm reading your word and I'm doing this message that the Holy Spirit falls upon me, that these are not my words that have been spoken to the people that are listening here, but they are your words. They are your words and they are what you want to say through your spirit. The people of the world. I praise you and I thank you, Father, in your name. Amen. All right, guys, on to the word, <laughs> on to the message. <clears throat> so, you know what? There is no doubt that we are living in the days of the last, the last days. There's no doubt that we are living in that. You know, this is just the beginning of what's to come. But you know what, there's something greater coming. Oh Jesus, thank you, Father God. Hmm. Greater things are yet to come. It says in Second Timothy three. I'm going to read that from three to uh, to nine. This is in the um, translation. Is this? This is the English Standard Version. <coughs> Excuse me. So 2 Timothy 3 1 through 9 says, But understand this that in the last days there will come times of difficulty, for people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unpleasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen with consent, conceit, Lovers of pleasure than lovers of God. Having the appearance of godliness, but denying his power. Oh, have we seen that so many times before in our churches lately, these days. Um, Where was I? Yeah, having the appearance of godliness, but denying his power. Avoid such people. For among them are those who creep into households and capture weak women, buried, burned with sin, and led astray by various passions, always learning and never able to arrive at knowledge of truth just as James and Jampers opposed Moses, so these men will also oppose the truth, men corrupted in mind and disqualified regarding the faith. But they will not get very far, for their folly will be plain to all. As was that of those two men. So what that is saying right there that in these last days, in these last times, this will happen. And sure enough, that is totally what is happening today. We are definitely living in the last days. We are definitely living in those times. And if you don't agree with me, that's fine. That's fine. But I believe myself that we are definitely living in those times. where We have plagues everywhere. Plagues here, or there. There was even reports that in Africa that um, they had big uh, locusts that were flooding the streets of the, of the cities huge locusts and um yeah they it, it, even had locusts flood the streets in i remember in las vegas i think that was last year or sometime it's crazy crazy and we got plagues of course this COVID 19 type of thing but um we got earthquakes we've had earthquakes man major earthquakes lately it's insane and um yeah just I don't know what to say it's 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 the crazy times that we're living in and personally I never thought I would ever see this day when I was a kid I was like "Nah, this isn't gonna happen denying it but, um, we are living in those times. I believe. But um, about, I want to tell you something, a, a dream that I had, and um, well, actually, let me let me say something first. I I've been this for some reason. God has just brought me to this. He's brought me to the study of revival. Um. Just when I was married, when I was first married, um. Yeah, it, during that time, during the beginning of the time we were first married, um. He brought me to the study of revival, and I've been just just fascinated ever since then. Um, I even went to Azusa Street um, to see where the the Azusa Street revival went to or where where it was at, where it started. That was awesome. That was amazing. I even prayed on the streets of Azusa um, for that, for revival, that a revival would come and a revival would flood this nation and this world like we've never seen before. I remember doing that. That was, that was a highlight for me that I've done. And um, just, it's been, a, it's, been, it's been amazing. But in the back end, I would say, I think it was in 2000, I want to say like 2007, I think it's been then. It's been over 10 years. I know that. God, one night, He gave me a dream. He gave me a very, very powerful dream. I don't know if you've heard this. Some people have heard this from me, some people haven't. But what the dream was, was it was a dream of revival. It was a dream that. What was happening was the two stadiums in downtown Seattle, they were just packed full of people, full of people. And what was happening was in between the services or in between the stadiums, there was bands up on top of the parking garage roof that they had there that's attached to now Centrally Field. And these bands were worshiping God. These pastors were preaching, preaching, preaching. And they were pumped. What what they were doing is they were um, feeding each stadium with um, the video of what was going up on top of the roof. And what was happening is people, it was so packed that people were in flooding the streets. They were in the streets and they were bowing in the street and they were worshiping God like they've never worshiped before. And it was just revival that was going on. And basically it shut down the city for days and upon days and upon days all because of this revival. And it was spreading. It it spread to the rest of the city as well too. But yet, it did not stop at the city. It didn't stop at the city. It was exported. Just because Seattle is an export, import city, and an export city. And this revival was exported to the nations all across the world. It was basically like a spiritual wave that was taking. Uh, from Seattle being exported and the whole nations and the world came into revival because of what was going on in Seattle right there because of that and so with this dream that I have came the ministry that God has given me before, And I won't get into a, to a long story about that, but there was, I did do some street ministry with that a little bit. Um, I've done some other podcasts that I had before. I was doing that and um, just things didn't happen. And now I'm into a, now I'm working at a, at a church doing video work for them full time. Um, being the technical coordinator with them. And I love what I'm doing. But I believe during this time, God has really called me back to my roots and especially this dream. Um, Let me kind of rewind little things, go back. Um, So what what happened is I got to not just... Um, go to Azusa Street and do the revival about there. But I got to work at Safeco Field. Well, now it's, now it's called T-Mobile Park. I got to go there and I got to um, work there. I got to work in the concession stands during, the to- during that time. And so what I would do is I would go up onto that roof, onto that roof of that, of that uh, state of the parking garage, And I would there was this big 365-degree view. And I would take off my shoes and I would recognize that place as holy land. That I was stepping on holy ground that God had given me through this dream. And it was just amazing. I would go up there and I would pray. I would pray for the north. I'd pray for the South, I'd pray for the East, and I'd pray for the rest, West, that God would pour out His spirit upon Seattle, upon the city of Seattle. And that revival would happen and a revival would come. And I'll be honest with you, I tried to do this on my own. I tried to start a group. Um, uh, churches. I I emailed churches, different pastors and said, let's come together as one. Let's come together as one, as one body of Christ and let's create this uh, big event for revival. But you know what? The church has not been in agreement. The church was in agreement with this These churches didn't respond to me at all. But you know what? I realized it wasn't the timing. It was not the timing at all. And you know what? I believe that right around this time, coming really, really soon, it's coming. We are the church the church hasn't realized that the church building wasn't the church, and now I believe that we are realizing that. I really realize that the church is realizing that the church is the body of Christ, especially during this time, of pandemic. All the churches, churches have basically been, excuse me, been shut down. We realize that the church body is the church because we're doing online streaming stuff like that and we are reaching the body of Christ and I believe that it's time for us to come together as a church as the church of God to unite as the body of Christ it is time that we come together as one and I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about one religion. No, no. I'm talking as coming together as a tr- as the church, the body of Christ. It's time. It's time. I believe that a great awakening is coming. I think I've I, I've already said this in my other podcasts. But I do believe that something greater, greater things are yet to come. Greater things are yet to come, and you know what? It says in um, Second Chronicles. Uh, it says in Second Chronicles seven fourteen, and especially this is a very humble time to do this right now. If my people, and this has been used a lot right now during this time, but it's the truth. If my people who are called by my name humble themselves and pray and seek and turn and seek my face and turn from their evil and their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will forgive them and I will heal them. Their land. It's time for the church to humble themselves and pray and seek his face so that he will heal our land. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's time. It is time, church. The body of Christ. There, there, there is something greater that is coming that we can never, we can never think of, we can never imagine. But God is in control. God is in control of everything. He is the great I am. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. so i believe in this time of great awakening that is coming i do believe that it's going to happen it's going to happen it says in romans um, it says in romans 14:11 it says for it is written as i live says the lord every knee shall bow to me and every tongue shall confess to god And then it says in Philippians, the same kind of concept. It says in Philippians 2, 10 and 11. So at the the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is is Lord to the glory of God the Father. There is a time that is coming where this is going to happen. And I believe it in the dream that he gave me that was happening. Every knee was bowing. Every tongue was confessing that Jesus Christ was Lord In the dream, they were bowing down on their face before God. They were on their knees before God. And they were bowing and they were worshiping. They were worshiping him. And I believe that is coming very, very, very soon. As the the song says, I, I played in the beginning of this, I put in the beginning... Beginning of this, greater things are yet to come. Um, I'll look up the. uh, I'm gonna look up the. The lyrics and read them to you. (laughs) That's not. by Chris Tomlin. Chris Tomlin is the guy who wrote this. It says, you are the God of the city. You are the king of these people. And I want to stop right there. We don't recognize sometimes that God is the God of these people that are living in the street. We don't recognize that. We're just, or... Uh, special politics, especially as well. We don't realize that God is the God of the governor of Washington State, Jay Inslee, even though we may not like him, um, or Bill Gates, or or other people that are in office. But you know what? You, God is the Jesus is the King of these people. We need to recognize that and realize that. So it goes on and it says, You are the Lord of this nation. Yes, yes. Yes, He is. That is so true. It says, You are the light in the darkness. You are the hope to the hopeless. You are the peace to the restless. Are you restless tonight, people? Are you restless? And especially during this time, are you restless? You are. There was no one like our God. Ain't that true, friends? Ain't that true? There was no one like our God. For greater things have yet to come. And greater things are still to be done in this city. I believe not just this city but this nation, this world, the country, this um the yeah, the nations. Greater things have yet to come. Ain't that true? Ain't that true? And greater things are yet to be done in this city. Not just this city, the nation, the world. You are the God of this city. You are the King of these people. You are the Lord of this nation. You are. You are the light in the darkness, a hope to the hopeless, a peace to the restless. You are. There is no one like our God. There is no one like our God. For greater things have yet to come, and greater things are still to be done in this city. Greater things have yet to come, and greater things are yet to be done in this city. And it just repeats and repeats and repeats. I believe it, friends. I believe it. I believe that God is not just a God that sits up there in heaven. He is not a God with a stick to slap you on the hand with a ruler and say, No, you did a mistake. You made a mistake. I don't love you anymore. No, God is a God who loves you. God is so, oh, oh. Oh, God. Oh, God is a God. Right now. Loves you. He's always loved you. Ever since from the time you were born, he has loved you. you know, God is on the move. God is on the move. A lot of, a lot of pastors are saying um, that I've heard, I've heard some stuff um, during this time that, oh, you know, this this is a This is a judgment from God. This is a judgment from God. And this is God wants, you know, God God is punishing people. God is punishing the world. And you know what? That is not true at all. At all. Because the darkness... Does not come from God. God did not create the darkness. He is the light. Satan created this virus. Satan created this. God has nothing to do with the darkness. And you know what? God sacri- sacrificed his son on the cross on the cross and he defeated the darkness. I believe that it is a wake up call for the church like I've been saying this is though a wake up call for the church so that the church can be come together as one body of Christ. I, I, I know I sound like a record player repeating itself but that this whole thing that we're living in right now is not is it, God didn't create this. God has something better and better planned in store, but we don't know. But God is on the and God is on the move. God is on the move. Oh shila kriya la kriya la I don't know why, but I keep on sounding like a broken record, but it's just, yeah, yeah. Yeah, God, God is on the move and greater things are yet to come. And I don't know, I just believe it. I can see it on the horizon. I can see it on the horizon that is coming. And we just need... In this time, we just need to get closer to God. We just need to get closer to God than we've ever had before. And the church must come together as one body in Christ. It doesn't matter what religion. I mean, not I'm sorry. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Definitely take that back. It doesn't matter which denomination that we are it just we just need to come together as one body of Christ and uh yeah I just wanna <laughs> I don't know I, I just, this whole subject is is amazing this is just what God has been placing on my heart during this moment. And uh, I'm ready. Are you ready? I'm ready for this to happen. I'm ready for this to bless the Lewis. I'm ready for the church to come back together after this time. I'm ready for us to meet together. I'm ready for revival. I I, I could see these I could see this happening. I could see this happening on the horizon. I could see it happening, especially after this time of quarantine that we've been in. The church is not getting, is not shutting down, friends. The church is not shutting down. Yet you may have shut down our buildings. You may have shut down our buildings, government. But you will not shut down the church. You will not shut down the body of Christ. You will not shut us down. Because we're growing stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. And the church... Oh, God, yeah. The church is rising and rising and getting stronger and stronger. And the church... Oh, Riela Cashila, Calila, Cria, Cria, Marcia, Ea la Shriela, Cria, Loria, la Cashila, Cria. Oh, the ho, oh, you think you may won some battles, Satan, but you know what? Ha, 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 ha. No, 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 no. We will win this war. Oh, we will win this war. And the church will grow stronger and stronger. And we will come out of this pandemic. We will come back come out of this pandemic even stronger and stronger. And this thing is gonna bust loose. This thing is gonna bust loose upon the world. Upon the nation of of the United States of America. And it's gonna go worldwide. It's gonna be like a spiritual wave. Oh, Hima yeah, Kashila, yeah, yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Mm, can you feel it? Mm. Can you feel it? Can you feel it? Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, Lord thank you Jesus yes 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 Mm. thank you Father God if you have never said maybe you're in a time right now uh, um, maybe you were I don't know maybe you lost your job or you're in a tough time during this situation right now, and you're just sick of it. You're sick of the quarantine. You're sick of not having a job now because of everything that's going on. Your job got shut down, and you don't know what to do, and you're just going crazy. Or maybe your your kids are are uh, <laughs> maybe your kids are just driving you nuts. Maybe you, you're having to. Oh, I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Maybe you're having to homeschool your kids, and you don't know what to do. And just life is just oh, getting in the way, and it's just going insane. And just maybe you're drinking during this time, and you're you're finding something that fulfills you for a short time, but you're but. it only it only satisfies you for a little bit, and you're just at your wits' end and you don't know what to do you've you've called your friends your friends will not help you're <laughs> you you've gone to, maybe you've gone to drugs and alcohol and like i was saying alcohol <laughs> and just yeah it's just things in life it's just Nuts, and you're at the end of your bottle, at the end of the bottle, and you don't know what to do. And you know what? It's okay. It's okay. There is someone who's there for you. There is someone who loves you. The Bible says that he is a helper as well. That name is Jesus Christ. Father God, he loves you. He loves you no matter what is going on right now. No matter what you've done. No matter what you have done no matter what you are doing right now at this very moment that you may seem that it's hope, your life is hopeless your marriage may be be feeling your marriage is hopeless maybe you're doing some things that you're not proud of but you know what you don't have to clean yourself off to come to God no, no that is not your job That is God's job. Come to God with your arms wide open. He has his arms wide open waiting for you just to, for you to run into his arms and embrace him. (laughs) He is a good, good father. He's better than your earthly father that you have ever had. Maybe you've had a... Maybe you've had a, a, a rough father who has treated you wrongly, who has abused you, who has never taken time with you. He loves you no matter what. He doesn't want you to clean yourself off. He wants you to run and embrace him and just fall into his arms, and he will clean you off, my friend. He is a good, good father. I just cry out to him and say, Papa, God, I love you. Oh, help me. Clean me off. I need your help. I need your strength. Help me, God. Help me, Father. Thank you. Will you just embrace Him today? Just embrace Him wherever you're at right now. I don't really know where you're at, but God knows where you're at. Maybe in your car, maybe in your living room, listening to this. I don't know where you're at, but God knows where you're at. Just embrace him today. Embrace him right now where you're at. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes. Thank you, Jesus. If you've done that. If you've done that, if you just let me know. You can personally email me at Michael K-U-B-I-S-K-Y. That's how you spell my last name, Kabisky. So email me at Michael Kabisky at Yahoo.com. I'd be glad to touch base with you. I'd be glad to pray with you. Oh, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just let me know you've done that. Just let me know you've done that and it'd be awesome and be in touch with you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Well, thank you for listening to this podcast. I really hope you enjoyed it. Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. But you are loved. You're, you're loved by the you're loved by the Father's embrace. You are just so loved, and you know what? I love you. Thank you so much. You have a blessed day. Have a blessed night. Have a blessed morning. Blessed afternoon. Where we're listening to this, just be blessed. <laughs> Thank you. Love you guys. Have a great day. friends Michael Kabiski here yes if you have not I ask you to like subscribe and share this podcast as well as write a review for me on iTunes Google or wherever you download this podcast thank you you have been listening to the awakening podcast have a blessed day you are loved